welcome back welcome back to another brand new episode this is season three episode three we're both back in california in the same room and y'all we have got a really good one for y'all this week kicking things off with our primetime topic we talk about how being black is not a monolith so many different ways to be a black person for our game we play a little black card revoked let's see who can keep all of their cards and for our last call we talk about classic black movies and tv shows season three episode three this is the experience that's gotta be some uh, some acting shit no, like the actors do is like a no action. you do that so that way when i am editing it when i can hear the clap i can hear from squad cast and matched up with the videos audio oh it's like a yeah okay. yeah hey. he's like this is just some acting yeah. shit. yeah he talking about some action <laughs> i'm thinking all right bro. <laughs> sorry about that shit. but we here now season three episode three Episode three, my guys. God, look at us, man. Look at us, we back. Hope you guys enjoyed in case you missed it last week because those that was some juicy juiciness. Yeah. Yeah, but we here now. Episode three of the experience, man. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling amazing. It's the same day. <laughs> See, I tried to play it off, but we didn't even switch shirts and type shit. But if y'all seen episode one, that's actually why I said that because I looked up. I'm like, it's the same day. We didn't even try. I said we didn't even attempt to try to fool y'all. So I mean, we we that's the thing. That's that's what makes it so special. We peel back the curtains. We show y'all exactly who we are and how we act. Like, just go along with it. Fuck. Just pretend like. Just pretend like this is a different day. Exactly. Seriously. I mean, it's a different day for y'all. Just not for yeah. us. We're stuck in a time loop in this bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. So for our primetime topic today, we are talking about how being black is not a monolith. And I am going to go ahead and pass it to Mr. Oh, wait. We didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> this is how you know we, we did it on the same day. We, we all feel like it's all kind of joined into one super episode. But, but yeah, I'm Jay Gooden, a.k.a. The Sports Gay. I'm D. Allen, a.k.a. The Don of All Trades. All right. Now let's get started. So we're talking about how being black is not a monolith. I am going to go ahead and pass it to you, D. Allen. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, Blackness. Uh, I'm... I think I'm of the opinion that yeah, black blackness isn't a monolith, but you also have like I feel like black people also have like a code that I think well I think any race has a code that I think most if not all black people kind of follow. And also, I'm so sorry. So when we say blackness is not a monolith, for those who don't are not familiar with what that means, that <laughs> some people don't. But look. What that means is that there's not one cookie cutter version of a black person. Black people are diverse within, you know, within being black. There's different shades, different personalities that encompass being black. But yeah, yeah, and and that's like obviously the physical traits of blackness is different. Like you see different black people, they look different, different shades, like you already mentioned. But like black, like we're both black. He might say I'm white, but I'm also I'm very black. If you guys uh, didn't know, uh, and we're both different shades. But like, what we mean, like in this sense, is like personality, like the way we kind of go about things, go about life, and it's different for each person. Like you definitely, 
being like going to the University of Michigan, and it probably the same for Michigan State University, like you meet a lot of different black people. Like you oh, yeah. meet you meet like everybody's like the same amount of black, but you see like how the way you came up, like the way you were raised is a big influence on like just how you move. And that's just in general with life, but like with blackness is like if you kind of came up, let's say like a black person that came up in the hood, that came up in like a, a dilapidated area, you know, kind of had a certain set skill set, certain like family life, certain, you know, way of thinking and it kind of propelled him forward. And you got another black person, you know, maybe grew up in the burbs, grew up uh, with, you know, maybe a two parent household, always went to private school or stuff like that. It's just, you know, those certain things add up into like how, who you are as a person. And it can get to a point where you hit like a crossroads where you meet other black people that don't act like you. And then you start questioning or you start like, you know, reevaluating either your blackness or their blackness. And I don't think that's something that we should do as a community, but I think we do that shit a lot. Like, where we like, yeah, we gatekeep each other. We gatekeep, and we talked about this I think last season, like yeah. a gatekeeping blackness um, in general. Like, it, it, the fact the fact of the matter is, is just blackness isn't one singular thing. It's just like, and and I think everyone, like I feel like like I like we said like even in the first episode, like when we talked about like uh, just black people like being already at the bottom of the totem pole, like beefing with other people at the bottom don't really it's counterproductive so like when black people like beef with each other over something so trivial like yo you ain't even from such and such so you yeah. you can't you ain't even black for real and you know we did we we cook niggas about you know card games in the previous previous episode and, you know and that's a black thing and yeah. you know it was all jokes and funny games but in actuality like it's nothing wrong with not no, like without not. knowing certain things you don't need there isn't a book to blackness there isn't a and then I think also what people fail to realize is that I feel like our differences are what make up black culture. There's so many different parts of black culture. Like you, you got to think like everybody in the world is ripping off of us. Yeah. White creativity would not exist without black people, period. So it's like the fact that we have that is because of all the differences and all of like the different layers that there is to black culture like it's you know it's not one thing you know right yeah it's, it's not and the sooner we realize that like i think we'll just be better as a community like where we just like we're more accepting we're more uh inviting and i think that's a big thing that people say like we're not really inviting and it's certain like and when it comes to like black people wanting to do maybe quote unquote more black shit like they maybe didn't come up like i said didn't come up the blackest of ways so they want to do more black shit and then you got the gatekeeping you got the mm -hmm. you know the attitudes you got people who like oh you you should have knew that already type shit and you know we we're, we're guilty of that too in yeah. our own way but like i think it's like i said just very very uh counterproductive and it's like it's so funny because i have a story so when i first got to msu I, um, you know, I, I got really close to the advisor for the Black Student Alliance at the time. Her name was Dr. Lee. Um, shout out to you. Um, but I was so nervous to, like, make myself known in that Black space because, you know, I did go to private school. I, you know, speak a little differently than a lot of uh, the people there did. So I was like, you know... I don't know what to do. And she's like, just be you. And I was like, but what if they like don't accept me? She was like, they might not. But like at the end of the day, like 
that's more counterproductive on them. Like you being your authentic self is what's most important at the end of the day. Like nobody can tell you that you're not black. Like you're black. So it's like you don't have to over try to overcompensate or try and, you know, prove anything to anybody. You don't like your skin color is enough. Like you you're black. Yeah, you're black. Yeah. Look at your black. Like, that's, that's the that's the and that's the funny thing because like bro, white people we black like they look at they'll walk in and they'll see me and Jay be like, Oh, that's two niggas sitting on there. Yeah. Sofa. Nah, he's like, I know he's like they're not thinking about oh one's darker than the other one, one's probably like a more ghetto than uh, who knows like he's the more ghetto one yeah yeah see look see then we do shit like that that's the shit i'm talking about but you know it's 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 one of those things where it's like and you brought up a good point about you know like you came from a place where like you know you're you maybe have, you were seen more eloquent in a way like the way you spoke like and that's something that we do a lot like talk white like we we kind of we we confuse eloquent speaking we're talking in a Caucasian manner, which is already kind of that's 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 in and of itself demeaning black, like just yeah. just how we our speech patterns, the way we speak, the way we talk, the way our because when do white slang. people become the standard? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like the heteronormativity type thing. It's just like white. We see more white people on TV, on billboards, and and shit like that. You hear them talk more. You grew up hearing them talk more than black people. Unless you were like at home and whatnot, and then you came up black, but then you start like, and then you have people who are black, who uh, speak eloquently that, and then you'd be like, oh, she just talked white, oh, he just mm-hmm. talked white, blah blah blah. But I'm like, no, they're they're still just as black as you. They just, you know, probably probably came up in a way where like they had to be a more eloquent speaker. They had to, they they were taught to be a more eloquent speaker. Just because you weren't taught to be that way, don't mean you couldn't be that way. And then when you are that way. It doesn't mean you're talking white. You're just speaking in a in a manner that's you know clear, concise, and coherent. Like, yeah, like, I mean, shit. I and it's crazy because people and people will try to attribute the way that I speak to me going to private school. I've always spoken like this. You can ask him before I even went to private school. I've always my you know my mom was just very intentional on how she wanted us to speak and she raised us to speak a certain way. It didn't have anything to do with race, but she wanted it to be you know, the way that she wanted it to be. And that's how I speak. And, you know, now it's like a mixture. I speak however I'm feeling in the motherfucking moment. So you might get some Ebonics, you might not, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. And and just, like, going back to the experiences that Black people have, like, I know that, and it's commonplace because, like, we're obviously, like, like I keep saying, the bottom of the totem pole in terms of just respect in the in the general grand scheme of things. And, you know, you get a lot of black people that grow up in areas where, you know, it's just not the safest. And then you get, like, a, a tough skin. Like, you get, you get tough skin because of that. And then people who don't do that, you know, come up in a different way. You know, they don't... That doesn't mean they necessarily don't have tough skin. They just had to develop it in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. like you didn't... Maybe because... Maybe, one person had, uh, you know, had homies, had cousins that was always in the streets, and you know, you were always in fear of certain things happening because you were in a certain neighborhood, certain, you know, people, you know, coming up to you, you know, being to defend yourself a lot more at a younger age versus other people who kind of have to, who know, maneuver in a more, I guess, prototypical, prototypical, have the nuclear family, have the you know, just have everything, you know, all the cards laid out for them in a way that they're guaranteed success. success yeah. And and that's and that's something that we should just do for 
and you know black people should just do in general like we want we want black people to be successful but because we're so like we're so like you know like i said we're so disrespected like we're so like so many like systemic issues that we still face as black people is it puts us in a position where like we're we're constantly in the same predicaments that we've been in our whole lives the same environments that we've been in our whole lives and that just perpetuates like the factions of black people that we have it's just like oh yeah you're gonna have those black people that are just gonna feel like yo like you you didn't come up out the mud like you don't understand what it's like to be black for real like no every black person understands what it's yeah, like because look i'm gonna say this at the end of the day to a white person y'all are all niggas yeah. everybody is niggas mm-hmm. to white people so um and also and hold on wait because i need to say this too because we had a little trouble last season with some listeners and i'm just gonna be real about it when i say white people i do not mean all white people i'm using white people as a generalization to emphasize a point if you take that personal that's more so like actually yeah if you take it personal i feel like you should investigate that because you know we're not calling anybody out specifically. So if you take it personal, then it's like, okay. If the shoe fits, lace it up and motherfucking strut. Look inward, inward. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't, that wasn't P. That was not P. That was P. No, niggas don't even say that shit no more. That literally came and went. No, no like, yeah, that age like spoiled milk. Spoiled milk. Nobody, if you if you outside and you a grown ass person saying I'm pushing P now in August of 2022, you need to be investigated, and you need you, somebody needs to. Is gonna still? Oh, he's gonna still in prison. Yeah. Damn. And actually, I think he's gonna get released soon. I think I've read something about that, but I read from you know the the Twitter folks, and you know that ain't 100 percent true. But no. And then, but going back to the topic at hand, I would say too, there are certain parts of Black culture that are pinnacles that, like you know, that I mean, if you don't know it, it's not bad. But I feel like we're, it's not for us to gatekeep each other, but to gatekeep everybody else. Yeah. Like we should be exclusive with our culture to everybody else, but not to right. us. Like you know. Because black culture is cool. Like, I'm literally so happy that I was born black. Like, I wouldn't want to be any other race at all. We're shitting on folks, like, in terms of just, like, the way, just the way we're mimicked, like, the way we're we're seen as the blueprint. This world does not move without black creativity, period. So, like, when you have that, we got to look at ourselves and be like, yo, we can't keep doing shit, like trying to put ourselves down like hold ourselves back and whatnot and like what jay said and i said in the beginning like the code like we might have a code where like the black code like bro you got bro code girl code you got all that shit but you got but, like even certain things like being home before the street lights are on or like yeah watching friday and like knowing that like yeah you know, yeah it's certain things you, know? you get that you get that type of feeling you get that type of those lessons from other places like like we were saying you don't and then the, the the code is one of those things that like you know it, it like like Jay said it's not the end of the world that you, if you don't know it but once you do learn it like you start I think I think you start and I think a lot of people who kind of came up in an unconventional way that black people usually don't come up in they once they learn that code like once they learn like oh there's certain things that black people love to do black people you know move with like how they you know speak how they just just act you know, they start appreciating their blackness even more, mm-hmm. I think. Because it's like, you know, if you 
like black person and just surrounded by white people your whole life, going to private school your whole life, and then you go to college or do you go to like a or HBC, you go to anywhere, you just meet more black people and you start realizing the different black people that you meet and and the different experiences that they have and, and how it's like a commonality that strings yeah. black people together outside of just our skin complexion. Yeah. So and then you just you get that and then you know people learn that code and they run with it and that's beautiful. I love seeing stuff like I love seeing yeah. black people who didn't get that those you know I guess pivotal experiences yeah. that you know most black kids might have got yeah. get it later on down the line and just love themselves even more because of. And I feel like it's like black people are a mosaic and then the picture of the mosaic is black culture. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Suppose that. Yeah. <laughs> But all right, um, let's move on to our game. Speaking of gatekeeping, we're going to be playing Black Card Revoked. <laughs> Switch up. Now we're going to take all you niggas' black cards just after we talked about how black blackness is in a monolith. I'm dead as fuck. That's just, you know. We're funny like so, that. I have a few Black Card Revokes on my black card revokes i have a few cards from black card revoke on my phone and so me and darren are going to take turns and we, we're going to have to guess mm-hmm. and so hopefully we keep our black cards mm-hmm. okay all right um all right so after you stop and drop what should you do next should you a shut them down open up shop b put your hands up C, roll. D, hand over your license and registration. Uh, definitely not fucking D. <laughs> it's A. Yes, yeah. that is the correct answer. <laughs> Shut them up and open up shop. Yeah, Stop, yeah. drop, shut them down, and open up shop. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Not even. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's gotta be that first one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, this, yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> Let's see how we do on this. Oh, what the fuck? These questions are funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> this guy will give you an easy one. What might mama say you need in order to get some McDonald's? <laughs> a, a job. B, a clue. a clue. C, good grades. Or D, McDonald's money. You need McDonald's money. There you go. Yeah, I got McDonald's. I used to fucking hate when my parents said that. And I'm like, no, I'm literally a child with no job and yeah. no source of income. I don't have I don't have McDonald's money, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh man, I hate it hearing that shit coming up, man. You got McDonald's money? No, I'm seven. Okay. All right, you're gonna know this one. Okay. This is your bestie, so you know you're gonna get this one. Okay. According to Kanye. Who doesn't have the answers? Taylor Swift, Beck, Jay-Z, or Sway? Sway! You don't have the answers, man! <laughs> I love Ye, if y'all couldn't tell. Um, but y'all probably did know because all the other seasons that we've done, I mentioned Ye at least once in every episode. Um, boom, 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 boom. Damn, this is funny. These are funny. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. Who is Steve Urkel's cool alter ego? Oh, I know. A. Stan. B. Scotty. C. Stefan. D. Sean. It's Stefan. Stefan Urkel. Urkel. <laughs> Stefan Urkel. 
Hey, his name is Jaleel White. His name is Jaleel White, and that's my that's my name twins. But it's it's funny because like every time, like he's a good actor. Because I, I used to really think that like when I was little watching that shit, I used to be like, wow, he really like switched that shit up. Like he's nothing like yeah. Urkel now. Like he he's definitely Stefan. Yes, Jaleel Jaleel White's a legend. We need to give him more flowers. He does. Yeah. Okay. So. Ooh, I'm gonna do a hard one. Okay. Who's poor, black, and maybe even ugly, but dear God, they're still here. Is it A, Nanny, B, Pookie, C, Reba? I'm a survivor. I'm sorry. And then, or D, Celie? I'm gonna go with B. That is incorrect. Your black card has been revoked. It was D, Sealy. You're revoked twice. You've never seen the color purple? No, I've never seen the color purple. Black card revoked. Black card revoked. Sorry. I love, I love. All right, now I got to give him some more shit because this is asking. Black card revoked. That one was not even that bad, I feel like. But it's going to rain on your head, Harpo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, I really want to give you this one, but you're gonna definitely know this one. Um, I don't even know them all. <laughs> what does it mean when your hotline blings? Your phone is ringing. You're making money. Someone needs na- late night love, or Drake is on the radio. This one could it could be two of them. Is it Drake? Somebody needs vote. Is somebody needs some late night loves? Come on, Hotline Blee. I know that can only mean one thing. He said it in the song. That can only mean one thing. Let me just tell you guys something. I fucking hate, hate. No, not Drake. Drake cool, but <laughs> I hate that song. That song was was probably the most annoying song of 2015. That shit. And I used to, if people who knew me from high school, I used to do a little dance too. I used to, I used to throw up through through these bitches up before I was even supposed to. Who gonna stop? Okay, I got one for you. Which um, pedophile's body telling him no, but his mind telling him yes? Is it A. Bryson Tiller? B, Genuine, C, R. Kelly, or D, Chris Brown? Robert to the stand. Yeah, it was like Robert. <laughs> Robert, Robert, calm down. Robert. Robert. He's like, I didn't do this stuff. He's not me. And I just want to say something. I don't know if the trend is over by the time this comes out, but I've been on TikTok, and there's this trend with people dancing to this R. Kelly song, and I'm like, Weren't you guys? Everybody on TikTok was against this nigga, so this is just weird. People just follow a trend. It's weird. You won't see me dancing to R. Kelly. I'm gonna let you know that. Oh shit! All right, I'm gonna do the last one. Okay. Last one. Last one. I'm gonna give you something good. Robert. Robert. <laughs> Calm down. Um. Mm. What do you call drugs at 74th Street Baptist Church? A shame. The devil's work. 
A sinny sin sin. <laughs> Evil. A sinny sin sin. Around here between <laughs> Harvard and Western. We call this here a little 2020. Wow, nigga. That is my movie. Friday is my movie. I know every line from that movie. You know, that's how I knew I could be an actor. I could memorize lines when I memorize that whole movie. That's my shit. Black, and that's Black, Black Car Revolt. revolt. I really I like, like that game. game. That's yeah, funny. that's fun. We, we, we should play come that up with our own shits too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, actually. best friend chat. Oh yeah, that should be that should be fire. Yeah, I, I love that. But yeah, going into that, um, we just talked about Friday. So now we're gonna talk about some classic Black movies and TV shows that you know that we like to watch. See, look, look. You might not have known the parts of the Black culture, but we're looking out for you. We're looking out for you in this episode. This is why we're here. We're here to help. We're here to help. Yeah. Okay. So obviously for movie, I'm going to say Friday is my favorite movie. It's the perfect comedy. It had the suspense. It had the sad moments. It had the excitement. Um, You know, you kind of like, there's a lot of themes that happen in black culture, you know, getting fired on your day off the neighborhood nigga that likes to snatch chains, trying to get the girl getting high, you know, selling, you know, you know, making the dealer upset or the supplier, because Big Worm is the supplier, not the dealer. Um, love the movie, Chris Tucker, Ice Cube, brilliant performances, Nia Long, brilliant. Fucking Regina King, brilliant. Yeah. I never forget. She said, my track slipped out. I'm like, damn. No, in the beginning of the movie, there. Well, no, I don't want to spoil it. Go watch Friday. There's, it's a trilogy. I personally don't really like the second and third installments. I feel like they're they kind of overdo the humor. Yeah, exactly. But the first Friday. Oh wait, John Weatherspoon. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. So many great people. Bernie Mac. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, so many great, great people. Um, guy that plays Devo, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. Friday is a classic. I love Friday. Yeah, I think I've watched. I think I watch Friday once a year. Yeah, every year, same. at least once a year. And it's, it's on streaming services now. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely go check it out. If you guys haven't seen Friday, that's one of those movies that you. It's hard to find a black person that hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Even even the black people that came up in a different way, they've seen it. Um, so I suggest you guys go watch that. Before and look. If you haven't seen it, don't feel bad. Go watch it. Go back. Just go. go just go turn it. it on and watch it. Like yeah. you, you, it don't matter if you're if you were four when you first saw it or twenty four. It's a quick watch. It's, it's a quick, quick watch. Quick. It's digestible and it's still funny. Uh, how many years later? Twenty seven years later. I know you don't smoke weed. I notice, but I'm gonna get you high today because <laughs> it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. Man, I love that movie. But no, yeah, Friday. I love Friday. I'll probably say, I know I said I don't watch trauma black films, but that's why I do. Um, one of my favorites, I'll probably say a classic to me, is Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Now, Boys in the Hood, like, when I first saw that movie, like, I remember when I was little, my my mom didn't really want me to watch that movie because it was, like, it was a lot going on. Um and it was just like a lot of violence, you know. Obviously, Ricky's death yeah. was like a huge thing. No, my dad made movie. us watch it. He traumatized. Yeah, us. yeah, one of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I luckily I had older cousins that didn't give a fuck what you yeah. know, my parents was saying was talking about. So, luckily I was able to 
I was able to get get that experience. And once I watched Boys in the Hood, man, that shit was mm. that shit was so good. Like I really, really liked it. I I used to think like I was like Trey. I was like Cuba Gooding's yeah. character. I was just like I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the 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 regular guy that probably surrounded by hood niggas. But I was just yeah. the nigga that was just like you know, you know the school kid, the nigga that was like was projected to go. The scene I out of the hood type shit. The scene I related to the most is when they're taking the ACT. I think it is ACT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is ACT. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's it's up oh, there yeah. as a, as a classic film. And Morris yeah. Chestnut, Ice Cube Morris again. Chestnut. Yeah, yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, this is like this is like uh, straight out of Compton. This is like early '90s Ice Cube. This is Jerry Curl Cube. Yeah. Type shit, you know. Friday was ninety five. That was like that was, that he, was, was cut. Old. He was like thirty. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah. Didn't ninety one was different. So yeah, it's crazy. We both chose Ice Cube ass movies. Yeah. But no, um, a, a Ice Cube was like, you can get it, put your back into it. I was <laughs> about to say, um, I a newer film that's like all black that I really really enjoy when I saw it. I think everybody should watch. It's called The Heart of They Fall. It's like a black Ooh, that's western. Such a good movie. It's a really good movie. Regina King. <laughs> Regina King's in it. Uh, Idris Elba's in it. Jonathan Majors. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Oh. He's going to be a big player in Marvel he's... coming up. Jonathan, if you ever hear this, I apologize for sipping over you, but like, watch Lovecraft Country. Because we're talking about TV too. Yeah. I know, but you should watch Heart of They Fall, but watch Lovecraft Country. Like, for a classic. Boys in the Hood is up there with Friday. Like you need to watch. That's like a must watch. And then Heart of Day Fall is definitely something that's new. I didn't think it was gonna be as good as it was, but it was definitely like really, really good. I think people should check it out. Um, and for TV, like I said, uh, for TV for me it's Family Matters. Family Matters. That's, that's it's awesome. a rare condition in this day and age. Yeah, that's the only part of the song yeah, I know. See, y'all about shut up because we knew he was gonna fuck it up. <laughs> We knew we was gonna fuck that one up, um, but no, Family Matters is definitely, um, definitely, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, I, yeah, man. Also, living single, cause yeah. we are living single. Uh, yeah, no, it's Queen Latifah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, of course, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Martin. You know that's oh, a fuck yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And that's and that's like that's been an age old debate in the black community for the white folks that are listening. We've always talked about what's better, Martin or Fresh Prince. I've always been, Prince. I've always been on the Fresh Prince side, and it's crazy because people who are on the Martin side, you can't tell them that Fresh Prince funnier than Martin because Martin is up there, and Martin's funny. Listen, speaking of gatekeeping, roses are red, violets are blue. Carlton, we're black. What are you? I will always love that. What are you? What are you? Carlton, Alfonso, what's his last name? Alfonso something, whatever. Alfonso, Carl, the guy, the nigga that plays Carlton, he's definitely a funny ass nigga, man. Just in real life too. He's just yeah, very, doesn't he host America's Funniest? Yep, you do. Yeah, he's really funny. And yeah. you know, Will Smith is you know going on an apology tour after he smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's it's funny how like you know if we played a Where Are They Now game. Right. We didn't even get to talk about that. That happened right as the season ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get our takes about that? We laughed. We had a ball. We we cracked jokes. This was funny. It was a very funny thing. I think people made it to be more serious than it should have been. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank God for that. I'm trying to think. What else? Uh, newer shows like Snowfall. Snowfall. You, if you're not watching Snowfall, what are you doing? That's a John Singleton classic right there. Yeah. You need to be watching Snowfall. 
That's a blast. Um, what else? Oh, Atlanta. If you guys haven't watched Atlanta, uh, the new season, season three is really good. I know people have been shitting on it, but this has been the mid-year, the mid-era. I think yeah. we're in an era where everything, everything everybody releases is going to be called mid by somebody. Yeah. Even that new Beyonce That's project, because... people, some people have called it mid. But I just feel like we're in a generation of fucking haters. Yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. Because how could you say out of your mouth that Renaissance is mid? <laughs> Bitch, you're mid. You're mid. Like... Like, come on, like, niggas was killing Doctor Strange, like, for no reason. That shit was good. good That was a good movie, bro. Like, y'all niggas just dick suck and hate, and I don't like it. She said, even now, this is me being reasonable. See, that's that that actor. Yeah, to go ahead and do that. Yeah, shout out Elizabeth Olsen. Even though that's not a black-ass movie, it's a white-ass movie. Elizabeth Olsen come to the cookout. We gotta stop doing that. Nah. We, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Him. No, him, this is not. No white person can come to the cookout. I'm sorry. I don't care. No white person can come to the cookout. I hate that we did that. That we what made that a long standing thing. I love Tom Hanks, and I think he's he's actually one of my favorite actors. Like period. But yeah. he's not invited to the cookout. The cookout is supposed to be for us. See, look at us. We trying to invite the cool white folks. And they, what white person telling you uh, uh, who's invited today? What do they do? Like fucking. Potato salad. No, the the potluck. The potluck. Yeah. Pot there we go. He's like, you never have white people invite. You never. They never had those conversations. Which black person you invite to the potluck? Yeah, that. That's so goofy. But you know, we kept it going. That oh. kind of I feel like would be racist if it switched the other way. See? It would, cause it just it, it would. They talk about like inviting black people to the fucking potluck. Who the fuck are you? Inviting us to the fight. I guess that's probably how they feel about the cookouts. But no, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I love Tom Hanks. But sorry, you are not invited to the cookout. I will see y'all at another event that has both black and white people there. And on that note, we are at the end of the episode. That is episode three right there. I, I guess the biggest takeaway I would say is like, look, you know, we are a mosaic of people, and the picture that the mosaic makes is black culture. So, you know, if you don't know, then no. And if you don't know and you don't want to know, that's also fine. You know, but you don't have to prove your blackness. You're black if you are black now. Because yeah. some people be blackfish. Yeah. yeah, don't blackfish. We're not talking about you white folks that love to tan. Yeah. And love to try to do that shit. We're talking about authentic, purebred black folks. Even the even even the mulattoes. We'll we'll include y'all in because y'all at least got one black parent. Not well, mulatto. Starting to like the 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 one fourth blacks, like the Drake's baby. Like Adonis, oh yeah, um, he can't. Y'all don't think he can say nigga? I don't know. That's a real. That's another conversation we should have. Can can black people? Well, is he black? Because he's three four. He he has black in him, but he's three fourths white. Sound off in the comments, guys. Yeah, so, so can Adonis say yeah. nigga? <laughs> But no, we is we is beautiful, we is special, we is kind, we is great. Um Absolutely. love black people to death and don't shame other black people just because they know less than you. Because if you do that, that's like a real bitch move. And you don't want to be a bitch, do you? Come on, let's not do that. You're not like us though. You can talk shit and you talk funny games. When you do, you might get your Right. You don't have a you don't have a mic. So yeah. Also, another key takeaway, don't talk shit unless you have a mic in front of you. No, but as always, you can give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the experience underscore pod. If you would like to follow me personally, Jay Gooden, you can follow me at or on Instagram, Jay underscore Gooden 98 and on TikTok, Jay Gooden. 
Where can they find you, my friend? You can find me on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, niggas that still use that shit. It's at Ned Saturn, at N-E-D-S-A-T-U-R-N. Find me. Well, there we go. Episode three. We will see you guys next week for another In Case You Missed It. Peace.